definitely human. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 47. It's summer and I'm on my way to find a broody hen. I've heard there's a broody moody hen in the sheds and I'm going to see what's going on. Hi girls. Good morning. Where's everybody else? Come on you lot. I've got some broccoli and I've got some apple. There you go. Lovely. There's only three of you. Where's everybody else? Should have nine chucks. Hi, girls. What's going on in here, eh? Nobody wants to be outside in the sun. I hear we've got a broody hen. Hi, Henny. Oh, you look very angry. <laughs> she sounds like a little goblin. Oh God, okay, I'm going to have to pick her up and figure out what to do. Maybe I'll fill some water. Maybe I need to douse her in a bit of water. How mean, but it is a hot day. So maybe that'll be good for her. Okay, I've got a thing of water. Now how am I going to lift her out of the coop? Oh, you guys are all excited thinking you're going to get some treats. A bit of wheat for you. No matter when I throw it on the floor, they like to just have it straight out the bowl. I mean, who wouldn't? Come on, Henny, you can't stay like this. Come on. Come on. You're very hot. Taking you down the house. I need to cool you down with some water, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> it's a very strange experience, I'm sure. I'm, I'm basically bathing a chicken. I'm showering a chicken. You're quite waterproof. Oh, she's gone over to the dust pile. Okay. There you go. Now she's going to give herself a nice dust bath. I'm going to go up into the hen house and remove the laying box. Give it a bit of a wash out anyway. Take everything out. And yeah, take off the eggs that she was sitting on. <laughs> oh God, the things I have to do. So it's the following day. Henny is still broody. I'm just walking up to the hen house to see her again. Hello, Queenie. What are you doing in here, eh? It's a very hot day. <laughs> and I can see Moody Henny is still on the nest. 
She basically sits on the nest all the time and she doesn't eat, she doesn't drink, she doesn't go to the bathroom, she doesn't get any exercise. Um, In the wild, she would sit on a nest for 21 days, but because she's feeling broody and she's got no eggs to sit on, she could be like this for up to six weeks. So it's really about keeping the hen healthy um, and happy and just making sure she gets a bit of exercise. I mean, I don't even think she's sitting on any eggs. Yesterday, I took all of the hen houses out, gave them all a pressure wash just for my infestations and making sure we don't have any of that again. Oh yeah, you know what's coming, don't you? The way that she arches her back, she makes herself look three times the size. It's quite menacing, really. And you gave me a little peck this morning, didn't you? I didn't appreciate that. So yeah, yesterday I took out everything, cleaned it, and I didn't put any um, nesting materials in the box last night, and she still slept in it on the cold metal. I think the chicken gets hormonal and like gets a lot of body temperature, and basically you need to try and cool the hen down by putting either cold water on her chest or ice, put some ice or a cold water bottle in the nest. She looks so mad. Okay, I'm going to grab her because it's sweet corn time and I know that you don't want to miss that. Okay, I'm just carrying her down. You've sat on it all day. You're being a very good mum, even though you've got no eggs. Uh-oh, it's the cat. <laughs> Quick. Hi, puds. <laughs> I'm not going to feed you to the cat. Come on. See, your friends are out there waiting to meet you. and he's got plenty of things to say I'm going to take you down and give you a nice cold bath again which she did seem to enjoy I've done it a couple of times now her underbelly is really hot if she sits on the nest for too long she'll start to lose the feathers from underneath come on it's all right (laughs) just showering a chicken I never thought I'd be doing this there you go you've been very good off you go then i'm going to bring you out some sweet corn so basically i'm just going to keep making sure that i give her lots of food that she gets exercise keep taking her off the nest she's welcome to go back to the nest but yeah just making sure that she gets plenty of playtime with the girls you missed out on watermelon earlier i got you all watermelon now there's none left i'm gonna go and get them go and get you some iced sweet corn oh the girls always have a sweet corn treat at the end of the day as well as Maybe some other treats during the day, like watermelon today. Whoop, that was way too much. I'm going to have my earring. Who's that? The Maud. Maud, she's behind the door. It's because I promised them sweet corn. <laughs> we haven't said on the podcast, actually, yeah, one of the chickens ate your earring, didn't they? You were out gardening and you were bent down and she pecked the pearl earring right out of your ear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we couldn't find it anywhere. So I think it's in her crop helping with all this sweet corn digestion. <laughs> okay, I've got the sweet corn. Do these girls deserve it? Yes, they do. Hello, especially Henny. Oh, who's still very upset. There you go. Come on. Oh, my God. The girls throwing themselves off the top. Come on, girls. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Come on. There you go. I'll give you a bit here. Hello. Down here, are you? You can hear the broody hen because she's just chock, 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 chock. She's just so moody. It's so funny. You can just tell that she's a hormonal mess. It's kind of sent all the other girls off balance. 
mum found on the weekend that because of the moody hen, the chickens had taken to laying in the rose bush in the garden. So we've got rose bushes going up the stairs leading up to the studio. And we thought they were going in there because it was just quite shaded. But actually, it turns out they're laying eggs in there. But yeah, it continues. It's been about a week. Um, so I haven't managed to fully break her broodiness. It's been such a heat wave that I think the heat in general, is bringing up her body heat and it's very difficult to break the broodiness. Um, I'm seeing on Instagram other chicken owners are having a lot of broody hens at the moment. This is my first broody hen because in general, the kind of egg-laying battery hens don't tend to go broody that much, but it is perfectly natural. So this is my first experience out of 20 chickens with a broody hen. What I'm trying to avoid and what's a final option if she starts to deteriorate and she's not eating is to put her in a cage for three days. But I obviously want to avoid that because they've come from being caged and I want them to enjoy their lives. So if she is eating, um, I'm sort of giving her as much food as possible. I had to shut Maud in the hen house so that she could lay her egg because Henny was bullying her and trying to push her off the nest. Thank you, Maud, for your egg. Right, I'm going to open the hatch now. Mum had the genius idea of saving when you order sort of food online. You get bags full of ice, like little ice pouches, and she put them in the freezer just in case for a picnic or something. And they've been perfect to put underneath the chicken. That and I've got a Ziploc freezer bag with some water in that I've um, frozen. There we go. And so the chicken doesn't really know any better, to be honest. She doesn't know why she's sitting on the nest. She just knows that that's what she wants to do. And so she sits on the ice and then as her body temperature cools, she thinks, oh, I don't feel that broody anymore. I'm not all hormonal and hot and bothered. I mean, in this weather, in this temperature, I feel like I'd quite like to be sitting on some ice, to be honest. It is absolutely sweltering. It's only 10 a.m. And yeah, I'm in shorts and a tank top. I feel so hot. It's criminally hot. So the time has come. It is a gorgeous summer day. It is so hot and we thought it has been four weeks since we made the rhubarb and ginger gin and we're going to finally drink some. Ooh, yes, <laughs> we're all ready. So it's still in the give the jar a shake. If not just for the sound effects. So we need to put it through a sieve and get rid of all the bits. Yes, oh, it's, it got, good. it's got bits of raspberry, ginger and rhubarb in there. So we really need good. to sieve that off and just have the clear liquid behind. Yeah, a lovely pink colour. All the colour is drained out of the raspberries. Yeah, they're Rasp quite insipid, aren't they? Yeah. They've all gone into the gin. Where they should be. So we've got some ginger ale. Uh, do you want some ice? Oh, yes. Okay, get some ice. gingery you stuck your finger in i did i couldn't wait i just wanted to have a little taste so. oh i'm so excited right yeah pour a little bit of that oh this looks good i feel like you've sort of done a 50 50 ratio to gin and, oh, well, <laughs> and ginger ale oh my god well, it might be a bit um, strong, in which case we'll get another ginger ale. I've made a watermelon, feta and cucumber and mint salad for lunch. It's all pink. Everything yeah, pink. it is. It's a very girly lunch. 
Ooh, that's so good. That's dangerous. Mm. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, we'll have to make some more now. Definitely. We've got the rhubarb. That's another job to put yeah. on our to-do list. I think we've only left it a month. Yeah. If we left it longer, it would be more intense. Okay. I think it did say four to six weeks. So we've yes. done it at four because we're desperate. Yes. But maybe we'll do another one and leave it for longer. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Cheers. To summer living. Mm. Mm. So I'm just in the veg garden and I have to say I'm so happy with how it's all looking. I've learned so much last year what to do, what not to do. Some things I put into practice that was new this year was the no dig garden which is looking absolutely amazing. I'm so so happy with it. The onions are looking great. The cabbages are huge already. Just looking much sort of more impressive than any other parts of the garden considering that it was no dig and I'd never done it before. Definitely looking better than the bits that I've turned over. I've put up all the bean poles and all the runner beans are coming along and they look really good sort of climbing up. I don't have any um, any veg yet to show for that. Any legumes. But what I do have is Logan Breeze, Tay Breeze and Strawberries. I'm absolutely inundated with the strawberries this year are incredible. Yesterday I brought home two and a half punnets of strawberries absolutely full to the brim and today I'm looking and I could pick another punnet like everything's just ripening so well these are runners that Kate gave me last year from her strawberries so every year strawberries just send out shoots and send out runners and to be honest I was supposed to cut them off last year but I didn't really do anything with them I just let them go a bit wild the chickens were scratching in there and stuff and so sort of helped keep it a little bit weed free I had put straw and newspaper underneath them last year which helped with I think the weeds the only downside of that is slugs and things like to hide um, in amongst the newspaper and have a munch. I have found some strawberries that have been completely eaten from the inside out and that is the sign that a slug has been around. Just gonna, oh, I just need to eat that one. That looks amazing. They're so big and juicy and ripe. I feel like these are like Wimbledon strawberries, you know? Mm. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> I know people don't enjoy the sound of eating on podcasts. Oh my god, but I just can't resist. One for me, one for the punnets. Usually what I do. <laughs> mm. back to the garden I've also planted lots of seeds that haven't come up yet things like lettuce which mum tells me I don't need to water but I'm pretty sure I probably do need to water it's been a very hot week and nothing has really happened in the way of rain and so things are taking quite a while to mature my courgette plants are getting there because I watered them yesterday but um, still a bit slow the greenhouse full of all the amazing tomatoes and chilies and cucumbers is looking really good. Everything's sort of grown to about a metre high now um, and there are tomatoes coming, although they're still green. We've had two cucumbers, which were delicious, and I've seen my first black chilli coming, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, so that's just a little update on the garden. Everything's looking really good and I'm proud of myself. Um, I just feel a lot more confident with it this year than I was last year. And I think you never finish learning, like you never completely finish, as Kate told me. Um, you know, every year is different weather, different things happening. But I mean, the one thing I think that we nailed this year that we forgot to do last year was putting netting across the berries. So because last year, I think the birds got in. And to be honest, we never saw many strawberries anyway, because they got in first. Whereas now we've got little, we've got spikes with pots on the top. And so no birds are going to be able to get in. And yeah, all the strawberries are for us. Win-win.
mum and I just in the top of Siston Field where they're doing their third field of the barley harvest. I can't believe it's come round so quickly. Um, it's a gorgeous sunny day. It's been unbelievably hot the last couple of weeks. And yeah, the corn's been ready for a while, hasn't it? But they've been waiting until the north side was ready as well. The south side always finishes first. It's been necked over in this field. Probably this field was the first one to be ready, don't you think? About a fortnight ago, I should think. But um, the rest, there was still a lot of green in the fields of the north side. So they wait because they've had to come from such a long way. They wait till it's all ready together. And then they can do it while all their machines are here in one go. We've got a different group of guys coming this year and yeah they've come from about an hour away to do it so yeah they've got to make sure it's worth it god look at all the pigeons down there having what's dropped off right down there can you see all my days yeah (laughs) filling their bellies don't mind now they can take what they like because what they don't pick up will only seed itself and it'll grow in the rows so hi yeah you're right yeah no problem yeah that's load number five perfect So Mum and I are just stood watching the combine go back and forth. It's quite mesmerising, isn't it? It is. I can't believe the amount of dust that's coming off. It looks like somebody's set fire to the field. Yeah. People driving down on the dual carriageway, I think, having a bit of a shock driving into a dust cloud. I hope they've got the windows shut. <laughs> and then when we came up the hill, we went off to do a shop, we came up the hill, and there was a guy that had actually, he had his car parked in the gateway. So we went and said, what are you doing here? You need to move the combines coming in. And he said, oh, I've broken down the AAs on the way. He had to reverse all the way down the hill to let the tractor come past. And then by the time he'd made it back up, his clutch had burnt out completely and he was stranded. Luckily, we managed to get him to reverse into the field so the combine could get in. And then Mr. AA came and saved his bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Poor chap, it was a good job we arrived when we did. Yeah. Should we leave him to it? Go home yeah. and just stick the kettle on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we get the easy jobs. There you are. Thank you. God, you can hear the sparrows giving it large outside, can't you? Yeah. So. The harvest is underway. Yes, nice and early. The wheat is fast behind it, isn't it? Yes, it's, there's not going to be such a huge gap between the barley and the wheat this year. The wheat is coming on this heat, hot spell is you know, it's really surging forward. I mean, it's been 36 degrees here in the West Country. It's been 41, 40, I think somebody's yesterday said 43 in some places. So yeah, it's been quite unbelievable weather for this country. Most countries that have really hot weather know how to cope, but we don't have any air conditioning. But it does mean that the harvest has come on really, really quick. Mm, for barley and wheat, because so I spoke to Andrew last night and he was telling me about the maize is quite weird. Some of it's up to your knees, some of it's still at your ankles, you know, because I guess it needs yeah. a lot of water. Yes, absolutely. It's nowhere near as tall as it could be. But then the maize doesn't get harvested for another couple of months, so yeah. that's fine. So it'll catch yeah. up. Speaking to the combine driver today, the straw is ready to bale. So the baler is on his way and he will be baling it today. So it's all done and finished. Unbelievable the amount of dust that was coming off the back of the combine. <laughs> it looked like yeah. smoke. It was like a sandstorm. Yeah, it was just, it was wild. Yeah, him going up and down. I 
I've never seen anything like it, which is a sure tell sign that it is so dry and it was ready to go. I mean, that field particularly that we were down in, yeah, it was just, it was necked over, wasn't it? I said that, yeah, it was just, it's been ready to go for two weeks. Yeah, unbelievable. Very exciting. Yes, absolutely. We had a much bigger combine in this year than the year before and it was an absolute beast. The reach on it, the header, the bit that actually grabs and cuts the barley is 30 feet wide. Wow. Huge. So it didn't take too long to do a field. I mean, I'd say he's going to do them all in two days, isn't he? Absolutely. How long would it have taken us before? Mm, I don't know. Double. Double that, yeah. yeah. It's difficult because last year we would have sort of done a field here and a field there, whereas now we're using a contractor. They want to do it all at the same time. So we're we're doing things a bit differently this year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all good. Yeah, I'll drink to that. We'll drink the cup of tea now. It's well worth uh, waiting for. <laughs> it's getting hot in here, so harvest all your corn. I am getting so hot. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by David Knight, who's currently down with COVID and powerless to stop me. So thank you guys, and of course, thank you for listening. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitehuman. Back to Earth is a Definitely Human production. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.